Joined now by WFAA's Joe Trahan. Joe, good afternoon. How are you, my friend? What's up, Tom? Hey, Coach. How y'all doing? What's going on, buddy? How are you? I'm doing great. Just getting ready to do a 6 o'clock show here and glad to spend a few minutes with you guys. All right, Joe, we've, we've spent a lot of time today talking about the Cowboys, the future of the Cowboys, what direction this football team goes. And we, we start uh, in, in – I tend to go to the offensive side of the football stretch is over on the defensive side, wearing out that secondary. Where, where does this team go uh, for the rest of this season? I mean, where, where do they begin? Do they begin with Andy Dalton and, 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 and uh, at quarterback? I mean, where are we going with this football team? Well, I mean, don't, first, don't we have to go to uh, the NFC East title first? I mean, isn't that where this team has to go first? I mean, their, their path to the title is, is easier than anybody else. Is that, isn't that where we have to go first, Coach? It, I mean, this is a division championship-type team, isn't it, Coach? Yeah, yeah till you, till you get till you get to the secondary, they are. No question. <laughs> no, Coach, I'm trying to draw you off sides. No, You're not I mean, doing it today. I tried. I tried. I was all. I had my flag ready and everything. No, I mean, I, I, I do think that you have to start looking toward the future. The Cowboys won't do it because they're not in the business uh, to, to make it happen that way. They're going to try and ride this thing out as goofy and as crazy as this NFC East race will turn out to be. Right? They're going to milk it for all they can. But I do think they should start looking at people. And one of those people you have to look at is Garrett Gilbert. Right? Um, they're not going to yet. It's pretty evident uh, that they're going to give Dalton a chance because uh, they still see that chance in the NFC East. But Garrett uh, Gilbert is among the guys you have to look at. Um, there's some young guys on the defensive line, Neville Gallimore. Um, I'm sure you guys saw they made a deal for you know a former second-round pick earlier today. We'll see if they look at that guy. But, I mean, they've got to figure out what to do on the defensive side of the ball um, is the way I see it. Um, would Jalen Smith, is, is he going to be a part of your long-term future? Or do you have to try and figure out an exit strategy for him? Um, obviously, Leighton Vanderesh will be a big part of it. But then, you know, what do you have to do in free agency in terms of the linebacking core and the secondary core? And how do you bolster, uh, you know, that uh, the defensive line group? So, I mean, I think that's where it is for me. And, and, and if you're not looking that way, I mean, you, I, I was thinking about the, the history of this team, the great history of this team. Winning an awful NFC East championship shouldn't even matter, right? Because that's not what the Dallas Cowboys are about. The Dallas Cowboys should be about winning championships. But here's the problem. In 25 years, they haven't sniffed one. So they have to, they have to settle for these other things because that's the state of the club as it stands right now. Joe, let me ask you this. And I know this is something that we've kicked around during the offseason. And we start thinking about down the road, how are you going to get this team better? Because, you you know, in the secondary right now, you've just kind of got what you've got back there. I mean, it's Jordan Lewis. It's Anthony Brown. It's Awuzie. It's possibly Goodwin. You know, it's uh, Thompson and Woods. Maybe Donovan Wilson, your safeties. I mean, it's not a good secondary. But let's look down the road a little bit, and let's just play, for instance, a – three-win team, possibly four-win team. That's as good as I could see it getting. I could see them getting a top-five pick in the draft. That would put you right around five. If you win three, I think you could be – you could get the third pick in the draft. 
when you look and you you realize how much it is to move up into those top five picks, how valuable that top five pick is, is it not a scenario where you could see the Cowboys absolutely having one of these picks and turning it into draft capital, knowing how expensive it is to move up into those first four picks? Yeah, coach, we've been talking too much because draft. Ca- I wrote down draft capital as you were as you were asking that question because I do think that's what it's all about uh, for the Dallas Cowboys, especially when you look at what they need most. And I think it's corner and safety. We all know they don't put a whole lot of uh, draft capital into safeties, but that's okay because if you can turn you know that top five, top seven pick into more picks down the line, you can find a safety who falls in line with where organ, organizationally you like to take that pick, right? If you try and find that guy, you know, early in the second round, midway second round, you can then still have another first round pick that you could use on a corner. And if you do make those type moves and then you take the, the talent, and I use that word loosely, in the secondary that you have now, and you bump each one of those down a spot, right? If you can get a starting-level corner, uh, pair them with digs, and try and get a starting-level safety out of this draft, all of a sudden it becomes workable, right? There's still question marks because they're going to be young players, and they're going to have to learn on the fly, and it's going to be difficult. But from a talent standpoint-wise, you can at least upgrade yourself significantly and even try and find a unit that can be part of a title contending team. And I think that's where we are at this point. And I guess that's a point I made earlier in the show was you can, you, you can take this team and say how depleted they are and how many holes they have right now. But if you do get, if you do get some picks and I guess I, I, I am not in favor of tanking, I think you're naturally going to tank here. I I don't think this team wins more than, at best, four games. I I think there's a possibility they win three. And with that being said, if you can turn that into the the picks that you need, all of a sudden you could be where you could be right back in position with what you've done offensively to go and and compete and, and win the NFC East next year. Now then, here, here's the other question I have for you. Is do you think that Jerry, if 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 he gets in that position, do you think he do you think he would look to trade back to gain those picks? Does he have enough confidence in in that scouting department and in in, in Will McClay and in the guys that run that side? Does he have enough confidence in knowing if I pick up an extra second and an extra third, and let's say I move out of this top five picks and I have to move back to, say, 10, does he have enough confidence in those guys to go and fill this roster and do what he needs to do? It's a good question, but but let me flip the question around, Coach, because the, the, the opposite side of that question is, does he have enough confidence that if, say, he ends up with the fourth or the fifth pick, that that group – could pick the right defensive back. And my question to that would be probably no. And and I'm sure Jerry is still feeling a sting back from when they picked my LSU guy, Mo Claiborne. And that worked that 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 was just one one of the worst picks in the first round that they have made in recent draft history. Because the one thing of that that these guys have done pretty well, coach, is draft in the first round. 
right? They've hit on a lot of guys in the first round in recent memory until you go back to Mo Claiborne, and that was an absolute bust. So then is it even more likely that they would want to say, all right, let's not go for the home run, Let, let's get out of here and move down, and then I do think he would have more confidence if it wasn't as, a, as steep a price for those guys to make the right pick in terms of trying to get some secondary help. Well, you know, Joe, as always, I appreciate you jumping on here with us. I know that uh, we, we uh, both Tom and I, we, we like to have somebody that can be a referee because he and I tend to, <laughs> we, we tend to get on opposite sides of the fence every <laughs> once in a while. But I'll share this with you. He took me to some place to eat Mexican food yesterday, and I'm still on a knee. I hadn't gotten up yet, so whatever that's worth. <laughs> well, see, Tom, see, Tom, I like that, right? Because there's a lot of ways you can win arguments, right? If you get Coach to succumb because he's physically unable to make it happen, then you win, baby. Well, first of all, <laughs> oh, he, hey, his mouth was full of enchiladas and tamales and everything else that he couldn't win the argument. I was winning the damn <laughs> argument because he was eating. <laughs> Hey, Joe, we know you're busy. Thanks so much for your time, buddy. Appreciate it, and uh, have a great day. All right, sounds good. All right, you got to take me to that Mexican (laughs) place next time I'm down there in Waco. Come on.